One and all, welcome back to the comedy anniversary edition of Nick's Nonfiction here with your host, Nick Muniz. What do you call a cheap circumcision? A ripoff. Why is diarrhea hereditary? It runs in your genes. From the comedian who bought you the greatest special of all time, Gringo Poppy. Ladies and gentlemen, none other than Mr. George Carlin. Brain Droppings is the book. Thank you for being here. Quoth, no artist is pleased. There's no satisfaction whatever at any time. There's only a queer divine dissatisfaction, a blessed unrest that keeps us marching and makes us more alive than the others. More alive, George? Half of these comedians look dead in the eyes. What do you call the lesbian version of a cock block? A beaver dam. My neighbor's been mad at his wife for sunbathing nude. I am on the other side of the fence. If this episode is our comedy state of the union, it ain't looking good, alright? Randy Feltface, the puppet comedian, he dropped a special this year. 3.3 million views. I can name 10 20-year comedians who dropped a special this year who can't beat the puppet. Facts. And I watched Randy Feltface's act. It's better written than the 20-year comedians. You can't blame the people. <laughs> I don't know, man. By the time I get any traction, my first open mic was at 17. I should have tenure by now. By the time I get traction, the West Coast circuit, it better be dead and gone. I'd rather put hot sauce in my eyes, cheese grate my ears, than have a conversation with Bobby and Kalila. <laughs> that guy's actually funny. In and out of rehab. Timeless bit. <laughs> The West Coast, it kind of makes you wonder. Do uh, Fighter and the Kid, do they just sit on set an hour before the show and brainstorm the worst possible takes on her? I'm not here to slander. The only thing I'm saying, most people can't beat the puppet. Lenny Bruce said last year, the point is to find the most obscure things and make fun of it. But George Carlin was part of the first me generation to talk about themselves and society. Rather than obscurely funny things to notice, left to right, left to right, society, drama. What do we just talk about fucking transgenders until we die? It's enough. <laughs> I'll get angry today too, bro. Nobody's safe. One quote I'm happy to tell you there's very, very little in this world that I believe in. Listening to the comedians who comment on political, social, and cultural issues, I notice most of their material reflects on underlying beliefs that somehow things were better once and that we could set them right again. Let's go, he's not blackpilled. But he also died of a heart attack at a baseball game. What are the three shortest words in the English language? Is it in yet? What's the difference between an oral and a rectal thermometer? The taste. Be right back. About the author, George Carlin. Got a few surprising facts and then I'll share one of my theories. Fact number one. His dad was an advertiser, which is where George said he got his love of language. His father won the Dale Carnegie Public Speaking Contest in 1935, talking about the power of mental demand. George Carlin said about his dad, he could talk a donkey's ear off. <laughs> Fun fact number two. He went to high school with Martin Scorsese, Regis Philbin, and Don DeLelio. 
that's a red flag for me. But it was a private school. He said he got kicked out for stealing money from the visiting team's locker room. It was a basketball team. He stole money from a black person. Obama. Boy, you're going to get your ass beat. And then he said he almost got kicked out of middle school because he told kids on the playground that he had heroin. He didn't have heroin. Fact number three, he didn't pay taxes. Which leads to my theories. You know, I have all these theories. I send them into colleges, but they keep ignoring me. My theory, this motherfucker was deep in the truth rabbit hole. You know, he's a, oh, it's a big club and you're not in it. He was also addicted to Diet Coke. Part one of my theory, subsection A. There was aspartame in the Diet Coke he chugged every day. That's the cause of the first heart attack. He also said he got clean in 2003 and then he had three more heart attacks, so I don't know about all that. His second heart attack was at a baseball game. So this is part two, subsection three, binomial A. <laughs> he got hit with the fucking heart attack gun at the baseball game. No one escapes the agency. Patreon.com slash the niche if you want to go deep. What do you call someone who refuses to fart in public? A private tutor. They say that during sex you burn off as many calories as running eight miles. Who the hell runs eight miles in 30 seconds? Why did the sperm cross the road? Because I put on the wrong sock this morning. Be right back. Chapter 1, Brain Droppings by George Carlin. Things I can do without. Here's his thesis. The decay and disintegration of this culture is astonishingly amusing if you can emotionally detach from it. He says, I've always viewed it from a safe distance, knowing I don't belong, it doesn't include me, and it never has. No matter how you care to define it, I do not identify with the local group. Planet, species, race, nation, state, religion, party, union, club, association, neighborhood, improvement committee. I have no interest in any of it. I love and treasure individuals as I meet them, and I loathe and despise the groups they identify with and belong to. And he was born and raised in the biggest group, the Big Apple, New York City. So yeah, people feel good in groups. I voted. I didn't ask. <laughs> so if you read something in this book that sounds like advocacy of a particular point or view, please reject that notion. My interest is issues in merely to point out how badly we are rather than suggesting how to do better. <laughs> it's just being a douchebag. That's what we'd call it in the uh, academic realm. Misanthropic. That's definitely a funny attribute, though. Gotta commit to the bit. He does lose a lot of people, though, because he acts like a pompous douchebag. It's part of the bit. But yeah, bro, if you're gonna make fun of America all the time, at least be part of the trash party. I used to go to those ABC parties. I used to wear trash bags. Don't act above it, George. You're garbage. Here's his first essay. Here's something I could do without. People ahead of me on the supermarket line who are paying for an inexpensive item with a credit card or personal check. People, take my word for this, Tic Tacs are not a major purchase. And I get just as discouraged when a guy who's buying a simple jar of spaghetti sauce tries to pay with a letter or coin from the Bank of Lichtenstein. Folks, carry some fucking money around, will you? It comes in handy. No one should be borrowing money from a bank at 18% interest to buy a loaf of bread. This is a good first chapter. I'm telling you, read this book. 
If you don't like me, then fast forward to the end and I'll actually use my voice and talk about my shit. First chapter is just all grind my gears. What gets old, old man George angry? Guys who always harmonize the last few notes of happy birthday. People over 40 who can't put on reading glasses without making self-conscious remarks about their advancing age. Guys who wink when they're kidding. Men who propose marriage on the giant TV screen at sports stadiums. Guys in their 50s who flash me the peace sign and really mean it. Guys with creases in their jeans. People who know a lot of prayers by heart. People who move their lips when I'm talking. Celebrity couples who adopt a third world baby and call it rainforest. Guys who wear suits all day and think wearing an earring at night makes them cool. George, not afraid to make enemies. I'm drinking, I'm not dipping today. Dekia. Guys who wink at me and give me the peace sign simultaneously. People who say knock knock when entering a room and beep beep when someone's in their path. Women who think it's cute to have first names consisting solely of initials. Okay, Casey. People who give their house or car a name. People who give their genitals a name. I call mine the sergeant. <laughs> Men who wear loafers without socks, especially if they have creases in their jeans. Blind people who don't want any help. Guys who wear their watches on the inside of their wrists. That's a good one. What are you, a fucking spetsaz sniper and navy frogman? Cut that shit out, the inside watch. Guys who flash me the thumbs up sign, especially if they're winking and making the peace sign with their other hand. And have creases in their jeans. <laughs> I'm getting tired of guys who smoke pipes. When are they gonna outlaw this shit? Guys with fucking pipes? It's an arrogant thing to place a burning barrier between you and the rest of the world. It's supposed to imply thoughtfulness, intelligence. It's not intelligent to stand around with a controlled fire sticking out of your mouth. <laughs> He's the ultimate curmudgeon, this guy. Actually, Bill Hicks is even less likable. And smoking was the only thing he had in common with people. I don't know. When I bomb, I take out the Andy Rooney voice. <laughs> Why do they put cotton inside of pill bottles? Who opens the bottle and thinks, gee, just what I wanted? All I could say is wheat puffs were puffier in my day. And another thing, what are paperweights for? Do most people's offices have random gusts of wind coming through? My name is Walter Hartwell White. Andy Pooney? Getting that poon? This was a pretty good observation. I've also grown weary of reading about clouds and books. Doesn't this piss you off? You're reading a nice story and suddenly the writer has to stop and describe the clouds. Who cares? I'll bet you anything I could write a decent novel with a good entertaining story and never once mention the clouds. Really, every book you read, if there's an outdoor scene, an open window, or even just a door slightly ajar, the writer has to say, As Bob and Velma walked along the shore, the clouds hung ponderously over the horizon like steel gray, loosely formed gorilla turds. I'm not interested. Skip the clouds and get to the fucking. The only story I know where clouds were more important was Noah's Ark. Can we get much so high? You gotta read this fucking thing. <laughs> so he complains. A lot. I've been thinking about this show. I've copyrighted the name. Nightly Niggles. Yes, you can look it up. It's a real world. A niggle is a complaint. So maybe I complain about the world and shit. The Nightly Niggles. <laughs> What else can George do without? A guy who doesn't know what he's doing and won't admit it. 
permanently disfigured gun collectors. People who say cockroach. He's got opinions. What about the man? I never wash my hands after using a public restroom, unless something gets on me. Otherwise, I figure I'm as clean as when I walked in. Besides, the sink is usually filthier than I am. I'm convinced that many of the men I see frantically washing up don't do the same thing at home. Americans are obsessed with appearances and have an unhealthy fixation on cleanliness. Relax, boys. It's only your dick. If it's so dirty that after handling it you need to wash your hands, you might as well just go ahead and scrub your dick while you're at it. Tell the truth. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to see some guy trying to scrub his genitals in the sink using one of those forced air-blowing machines that are mounted four feet off the ground? When I met you in the summer. Chapter 2. Origin. <laughs> Wash your dick in the sink. Girls be washing they pussy in the sink. Sometimes you hook up with a girl and then you go down on her and you smell your own hand soap on her veg. You washed your pussy in my sink. <laughs> so this is when the story really starts about him. He grew up in New York City, lived there until he was 30, moved to L.A. So I live in Los Angeles and it's kind of a goofy place. They have an airport named after John Wayne. That ought to explain it. It has a charming kind of superstitious innocence, but if you really want to understand California, forget the grief clinics and yoga holics. Disregard spirit guides, centering groups, dream workshops, biogenetics, pyramid energy, primal therapy. Ignore centering, fasting, rolfing, grounding, channeling, rebirthing, nurturing, self-parenting, and colon cleansing. And don't even think about polarity work. Inversion swings, flower essence, guided synchronicity, harmonic brainwave synergy, psychoanesthetics. Forget all of that. The only thing you have to know to worry about California is California is the only place you might hear someone say, Jason can't come to the phone. He's taking his breathing lessons. It's been two years, Daddy. It's been two years, Daddy. My cello teacher has been abusing me. <laughs> L.A. So he's a true New Yorker. He hated L.A. Most of the people who run New York have never been there, and if they ever went there, they would destroy it in nine minutes. People hate New York because that's where the action is, and they know it's passing them by, or because there's fucking smog. Most of the decisions that control people's lives are made in New York City. Concerning L.A. versus New York, I have now lived half my life in each of America's two most hated, feared, and envied cities. And you want to know something? There's no comparison. New York even has better class assholes. Even the lames in New York have a certain appearing dangerous quality. <laughs> Case closed. Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. Did you know that you have rights? <laughs> Case closed. As an example of how hopeless California is, when I first got there, a policeman gave me a ticket for jaywalking. You have to understand the kind of people who live in California. They are willing to stand passive and inert on a curb when absolutely no traffic is coming, or maybe just a little traffic that could get easily dodged. They simply stand there obediently and wait for an electric light to give them the permission to proceed. I can't believe this. I laughed at the cop. The ticket cost me about $20 in 1966. Since that time, I figured I have jaywalked an additional thousand miles or so without being caught. Fuck that lame-ass cop. I managed to protate that ticket down to about two cents a jaywalk. <laughs> That's comical. Another reason not to get a tattoo is that a tattoo is positive identification. No one should ever do anything to help the police, in any way, especially when you may be the object of interest. <laughs> He's talking about Lamesville, L.A. 
But you know, stuff like this might not be dangerous enough for today's happening people. What's really got to be great is when the ozone layer is completely gone and everyone has melanomas. Then you start to see fashion skin cancer. It'll probably start in Malibu. People will use their skin cancer to form little designs. This is a famous bit. I got Seltzer and Jose Cuervo. So you keep getting more and more stuff and putting it in different places. Closets, the attic, basements, garage. And there might even be some more stuff left at your parents' house. Baseball cards, comic books, photographs, souvenirs. Actually, your parents threw that stuff out long ago. So now you got a house full of stuff. And even though you might not like your house, you got to move. Got to get a bigger house. Why? Too much stuff. And that means you got to move all your stuff. Or maybe put some of your stuff in storage. Storage. Imagine that. There's a whole industry based on keeping an eye on other people's stuff. What the dog doing? Is my dog considered stuffed, George? Should I get rid of my dog? His cute dog bed. I don't even have a dog, but I'm picturing one. Doggies. Alright, let's go big brain on this next part. Okay, enough about your stuff. Let's talk about other people's stuff. Have you ever noticed when you visit someone else's house, you never feel quite at home? You know why? No room for your stuff. Somebody else's stuff is all over the place. All that crummy stuff. God, where do they get all this stuff? <laughs> Gotta read the book. If something in the future is cancelled, what is cancelled? What has really happened? So we're like two chapters in. You have to be at least two hours into the acid trip. <laughs> he gets into that mode when you start going linguist and you don't know where words come from and shit. If something in the future is cancelled, what is cancelled? What has really happened? Something that didn't occur yet is now never going to occur at all. Does that qualify as an event? <laughs> Whoa, it's like proto-cancel culture. Let's get into something more physical. I like sports because I enjoy knowing that many of these macho athletes have to vomit before the big game. Any guy who would take a job where you gotta puke first is my kind of guy. I read that Monica Sales got stabbed, and although I have nothing against Monica Sales, I'm glad somebody else in sports got stabbed. I like the idea of it. It's good entertainment. If we're lucky, it'll spread it through all sports. And show business, too. Wouldn't you like to see a guy jump on stage and stab Sotney, famous singer? <laughs> so, George Carlin, this is the part of the book where he just starts predicting shit. He got all metaphysical talking about words and bullshit. And now he actually predicted Dave Chappelle getting rushed on stage. Did you see that guy's weapon? It was like a pistol with a knife on it. <laughs> Pretty sick. The Canadian rock band Rush. Sorry, I was drinking. Then there are other times when I'm not as positive, and I think to myself, fuck sports. Fuck sweat. Fuck jock itch. Fuck all the people who are out there. Fuck the players. Fuck the sport media. Fuck the owners. <laughs> fuck the sport fans. Double fuck the sport fans, actually. Though to tell you the truth, if I had to endure those owners on the same day-to-day -day basis as I do the sports fans, I'm not sure the owners would quickly work their way to the bottom of the list. Lower than a snake's ball bang. Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. Saul's back. Alright, so this motherfucker, maybe this is why he died in a baseball stadium. He said, double fuck sport fans. Double fuck you, George. <laughs> yeah. So I got in like a three semester argument with one of my college roommates. It was whether about cats have balls. And he was saying, I'll go home and take a picture. My cat does not have balls. Like, maybe you got a girl cat. He's like, no, we've been calling it a boy for years. Do cats yes or not have balls 
And do snakes have balls? Alright. I say, uh... Goo goo gaga. Chapter 3, Big Ideas. The wisest man I ever knew taught me something I never forgot. And although I never forgot it, I never quite memorized it either. So what I'm left with is the memory of having learned something very wise that I cannot quite remember. When I hear a person talking about political solutions, I know I'm not listening to a serious person. Eventually there will come a time when everyone is in a band. Or has a podcast. Uh, a company that makes its money by cutting down trees calls itself the Tree Growing Company. If a man smiles all the time, he's probably selling something that doesn't work. It is possible that all people who are described as missing are living together in a small town somewhere. Why do foreign soldiers march funny? Do they think we march funny? I never eat sushi. I have trouble eating things that are merely unconscious. When you find existing time on a parking meter, you should be able to add it to the end of your life. Minus the time you spent on hold. He's kind of just doing jazz at this point. It's complaints mixed in with what-ifs. Here we got Carlin on Law and Order. When the underclass riots in this country, they don't kill policemen and politicians. They steal merchandise. How embarrassing. I made a bargain with the devil. I would get to be famous, and he would get to fuck my sister. Granola bars didn't sell very well when they were good for you. How did you go from that to the other thing? I know they have caramel, chocolate, marshmallows, saturated fat, sweeteners, and a small amount of oats and wheat. <laughs> Granola bars. I don't believe that any problem in this country, no matter how tough it is, the Americans, when they roll up their sleeves, can't completely ignore. We need new zodiac signs. The old ones depict an obsolete world. The archer, the water bearer, talk about obsolete, the virgin. We need a modern zodiac sign that represents today's reality. The serial rapist, the lone gunman, the suicide bomber, the paranoid schizophrenic, the transsexual crackhead. Money launderer, the disgruntled postal worker, the diseased homeless veteran, the South American drug lord, the third generation welfare recipient, the human immunodeficiency virus. He added some middle class zodiacs. The soccer mom, the sensitive male, the overachiever, the jogger, the little league coach, the recycler, the recovering shopaholic. Man, the world is changing fast, bro. Constellations, they about to be Wojaks. <laughs> so what does this guy actually care about? You know, he's too cool to care about anything. He's talking about the summit of Mount Comedy. I don't give a hoot. Not since 1959. That was the last one. Wait, I think I gave a hoot in 1967. Just one hoot. As a favor to a friend, but that was it. I'm not even sure I have any left. Frankly, I'd be afraid to look. I think I'm all out of hoots. If you want one, you're going to have to find one on your own. Maybe you could rent a hoot or steal one. I'll bet by now there's a black market for hoots. I don't know what friend he's referring to in 1969. But George Carlin is too cool for even comedy. This fucking guy. <laughs> Another way they avoid the present moment is to look ahead on their own schedules. The television news industry seems to revolve around what's coming next, still to come, just ahead, up next. Coming up this half hour, more to come. Stay with us, still ahead, later on. They even preview what's going to happen as little as one hour later. You know who's my favorite Pablo Francisco? This summer. <laughs> he went on a podcast and they say he couldn't stop saying this summer. This summer. 
5 o'clock news will suddenly say, here's a look at what's coming up on the 6 o'clock news. You know, if a guy were paranoid, he might not just be blamed for thinking that the people who run things don't want you to dwell too much on the present. Coming up soon. In a world. <laughs> for instance, if a diabetic on his way to buy insulin is killed by a runaway truck, he is the victim of the incident. If the truck was delivering sugar, is he still the victim? <laughs> Irony. I know I'm fighting a losing battle with this one, but I refuse to surrender. Collapsing a building with explosives is not an implosion. An implosion? What are you doing, George? You're gonna get killed. Implosions and Tower 7. Shut up, George. <laughs> this one is directed to the sports people. You are destroying a perfectly good figure of speech. Getting the monkey off one's back does not mean breaking a losing streak. It refers only to ending a dependency. That's all. The monkey represents a strong yen. A losing streak does not compare even remotely. Not in a literary sense and not in real life. Here's one you hear from the truly dense. The proof is in the pudding. Well, the proof is not in the pudding. The rice and the raisins are in the pudding. The proof of the pudding is in eating the pudding. It's a good bit, bro. I'm going to butcher it. Read this book, Brain Droppings. I've been doing this on my meme page. Just make the captions, what are those called? Clichés, overused terms. Uh, chip off the old block. What does that even mean? All's well that ends well. This isn't Shakespeare. Black as the ace of spades. What other big ideas does Georgie Porgy got? Don't you get tired of celebrities who explain their charity work by saying they feel they have something to give back? I don't feel that way. I don't take nothing. You could search my house. I didn't take nothing. What is there to give back? Everything I got, I worked for. I wasn't given to me freely. I also paid taxes on it. Late. I paid late. You hear that IRS? He's saying he paid. How about giving back half the money or a couple of those houses? And you dickwads who collect cars? How about giving back 50 or 60 of them? Or maybe if you pe <laughs> or maybe if you people really want to give back something, you can let go of a little bit of the arrogance. He's trying to see the Hollywood Hills get ravaged. I want to see MGK and Megan Fox run out of their mansion with their pants around their legs. I want to see Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny get hogtied and dragged down into the sewers. That's a movie. One more dinger. You know something I could really do without? The space shuttle. <laughs> Moving on, chapter four. <coughs> Bigger ideas. I have come up with a single sentence that includes all of the seven deadly sins. Greed, anger, pride, lust, gluttony, sloth, envy. Here it is. It enrages me that I am a clearly superior person should have less money than my neighbor whose wife I would love to fuck if I weren't so busy eating pork chops and sleeping all day. Holy shit, he just committed haram. That was awesome. <laughs> Seven sins in one sentence. That's comedy. The medical profession is only now beginning to concede that maybe, just maybe, nutrition has something to do with good health. And that maybe, just maybe, the mind is something mysteriously linked to the body. <laughs> of course, there's not much money in thinking. Stop it, George. Maybe. 
If you mail a letter to your mailman, will he get it before he's supposed to? <laughs> I enjoy watching a woman with a really bad teeth and a good sense of humor struggling to use her lips and tongues to hide her teeth. That was mean talk about the mailman. They keep saying you can't compare apples and oranges. I can. Apples are red. Oranges are <laughs> orange. When a masochist brings someone home from the bar, does he say, excuse me a moment, I'm going to slip into something uncomfortable? Why must hailstones always be the size of something else? And if it must be that way, why don't they have hailstones the size of testicles? What's all this stuff about retirement I keep hearing about on TV commercials? People planning, saving, they can't wait to retire. One woman on TV says to her husband, at this rate, Jeff, we'll never be able to retire. What is this all about? Why would someone spend his whole life doing something he can't wait to get away from? <laughs> George. Georgie Porgy, we're going to kill you at a baseball game. Joe Biden. I bet you and I are a lot alike. Did you ever get together with a bunch of people to hang? Isn't it awful? You just want to get this. <laughs> Remember, inside every silver lining, there's a dark cloud. But for the last 25 years, I've done over 100 shows a year, each one attended by at least 2,000 people, more than 5 million people in all. I often wonder if anyone ever was killed driving on the way home to my show. What exactly is mid-air? Is there some other part of air besides mid? <laughs> Whenever I see a picture of General Assembly on the United Nations, I wonder how many of the delegates are whacked on drugs. <laughs> the pores and latex condoms are one micron in size. The human immunodeficiency virus is one half a micron. <laughs> Pants can't stop farts, but masks can stop bioweapons. No, 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 no. Your channel has been terminated. <laughs> George Carlin on suicide. Why would you or I care if a man was planning to kill himself? Does it spoil the fun? I also think about death row prisoners in Texas, who on the day before his execution managed to take drugs and overdose. They rushed him to the hospital, saved his life, then brought him back to the prison, and killed him. <laughs> That's the most sadistic shit I've ever heard. What? <laughs> they brought him back to kill him again. Life is not as difficult as people think. All one needs is a good set of rules. Since it is probably too late for you, here are some guidelines to pass along to your kids. Number one, relax and take it easy. Don't get caught up on hollow conceits such as doing something with your life. Whatever it is to pursue, try to do it well enough to remain in the middle third or lower of the field. Number two, keep your thoughts and ideas to yourself and don't ask questions. Remember the squeaky wheel is the first one to be replaced. Number three, Size people up quickly and develop rigid attitudes and appearances at first impression. If you try to delve deeper and get to know people, you're asking for trouble. Number four, don't fall for the superstition nonsense about treating people the way you would like to be treated. It is a transparently narcissistic approach. <laughs> Number five, spend as much time as you can pleasing and impressing others, even if it makes you unhappy. Number six, don't buy into the sentimental notion that everyone has shortcomings. Number seven, beware of intuitions and gut instincts. They are completely unreliable. Instead, develop preconceived notions. Experts, don't waver unless someone tells you to. Then change your mind and adopt their point of view, but only if they seem to know what they're talking about. <laughs> He's a master of sarcasm. It's good stuff, bro. He's got range. Read the book. We got one more quote. 
I can identify my periods of heavy cocaine use by the years in which I have no idea who was in the World Series or Super Bowl. Bliss. There was a time when my right nostril was all plugged up, so I spent a whole night snorting in just my left nostril. The weird part is that only my left eye was dilated. Sometimes I'd get wired. I would do anything to come down a little. You ever chug a large children's Tylenol? Eventually, alas, I realized the main purpose of buying cocaine is to run out of it. Have you ever seen those people who drive with their headlights on in the daytime because they think it's safer? You know what would be fun? To smash head-on into this guy, just to show him that his idea doesn't work. Next time you're in a plane, sit in the back row and place a boombox under your seat. Then during takeoff, play high-pitched metal grinding noises on it, just loud enough to be heard over the engines. If possible, blend in the sound of a few small muffled explosions. Keep saying, uh-oh, uh-oh. If somehow you managed not to be canceled out by birth control pills, IUDs, or condoms, and you're actually conceived, and then by some additional stroke of luck you're not aborted, miscarried, or given a birth defect, and you're lucky enough to be born as a relatively normal child, and all you have to worry about is being beaten or sexually abused for the first 16 years. And after that, you have a chance, at least a chance, of being chronically unemployed or killed in a war. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, George Collins, brain droppings. I'm telling you, read this, I can't do it justice. It's a good book. For those of you who've been here from the start, seriously, thank you. The show goes on. The best is yet to come. Go get your free memes over at Harry Shit on Instagram. Stick around for the bonus section. We be boozing. Be right back. <laughs> Bitches call me the sandwich because I'm made of bread and full of meat. Another year on the circuit. Vision Quest Brewing was able to get my comedy gains in, keep it chopped up, keep the blade sharp. <laughs> I like to slow it down in this section, as I call it, bummity. Bummity. <laughs> no, you are not hearing double, you're hearing triple. Bitches call me the sandwich. <laughs> I do have stories. The SAG strike. Who the hell cares? Fran Dresser, she's at the head of this thing. She had the worst show on Nick at night. All I wanted to do was watch some George Lopez to take the edge off after doing some homework. But no, Fran Dresser, cranky Jew. I'm trying to watch George Lopez here. Burr, 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 burr. They're jumping on the trampoline. Low rider. <laughs> Friend dresser ruins Nick at night. But yeah. I don't really think Hollywood is about unions. It's about finding the hottest, youngest twink. Now old lady Fran is mad. She said that Streamers who withhold viewer metrics should be arrested. <laughs> so I'm saying this story is a level deeper. I'm not just wasting your time here. Even though we're doing bombity. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm telling you guys, you have to look a layer deeper into these stories. It, they're too smart. So why is this bitch complaining about video game streamers? Maybe because she's a fucking actor and this is a play. Like I'm saying, this is her most avant-garde role yet to end her career. Fran Dresser is acting like they're on strike when this is about making things harder on streamers and getting AI things passed through. <laughs> it's never just about what they're fucking saying. Like the real G's Tom Cruise... <laughs> My man double kicked up on a Thursday afternoon. You ever seen his two body doubles? Pretty scary. Tom Cruise, he negotiates AI into his contract before he records the movies. Used up dried out raisin ass Fran. I don't know. She must be getting paid heavy for that shit. The SAG strike. What a good name for a committee. SAG. SAG. Bitches be saggy, man. The doctor gave me one year to live, so I shot him. The judge gave me 15 years. Problem solved. <laughs> so, young twinks. Timothy Chalamet being one of those. He's going to be in the new uh, Willy Wonka movie. You see this? Have you seen this? Have you heard of this? I'm a big Wonka fan. After I watched Nick at Night, it was this one summer. I think I was like 10 years old. That was when the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka came out. My dad tore his ACL, so he was cooped up on the couch for an entire summer. I cannot tell you how many times we watched Willy Wonka. I'm a big Wonka head. So this new movie with Timmy Chalamet is supposed to be like the Willy Wonka backstory. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. And his name is John Cena! Yo, what if Willy Wonka was in a steel cage match with Rick and Morty? <laughs> so Willy Wonka, this is like the backstory of Willy Wonka movie, which they kind of covered in the last one. His dad was a dentist, so he became a candy maker. Chocolate. <laughs> in this new one, the only important thing about the backstory seems to be that he has a black wife. Very empowering. You know, I know Willy Wonka liked chocolate, but not that much. Gotty. The Wonka backstory. I think it's the same director as Harry Potter. So, you know, maybe they'll portray the Oompa Loompas as Gringotts or something racist. <laughs> they're doing Snow White, and they're not using uh, midgets for dwarves. In this Willy Wonka movie, they're not even using midgets for the Oompa Loompas. They're CGIing normal people's faces onto them. Midgets? They're, they're out of Hollywood. Dude, the SAG strike... Pretty fucking gay. Let me see if there's anything else on entertainment. CNN Entertainment. Taylor Swift makes history as female artist with the most number one albums. Taylor Swift had like the hardest life ever. She was born into a mansion in Rhode Island. <laughs> Behind the staggering success 
of Mr. Beast. Yo, did you have to see this one recently? Mr. Beast ran a train into a pit. Got a hundred million views. I'm not throwing shade or anything. I'm not doing it for the views either anymore. I took a, a bath for 12 hours last year. The video got 30 views. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. I've said it before, but if you're not in the algorithm, it doesn't matter if you're doing the pop shit. So Mr. Beastification, that's what they call it, the Beastification. Doing shit for 100 million views. He crashed a train into a pit. And I love that transcontinental bullshit and the theories behind that as well. But one of the first things that we did when we had the entire railroad to ourselves, we crashed two gigantic freight trains into each other. <laughs> And so, like, we're just doing the same thing over and over. But Mr. Beast is getting all the ad revenue for it. They have older videos of it. The transcontinental crashing two trains together. It's so sick. There's so much power. He crashed a train into a pit. <laughs> this guy. He's been doing multiple interviews. He's, like, at this point of the career where you're saying, I feel burnt out. I'm down to throw down a theory. I think this is the beginning of MK Ultra Beast. You guys ain't ready. Hear me out. Hear me out. He dumps his dancer girlfriend last year. So she was like this good little YouTube dancer girl. He's been dating her for a long time. Let's take a side st story tangent. This whole Adam 22 bow shit. I don't want to get lost in it. But it's that dude, his uncle is like in the Clinton's cabinet. <laughs> But anyway, look into that bullshit for yourself. It's the promotion of, like, degrading young YouTube girls. So Mr. Do Beast, he dumps this bitch, and then he gets this new girlfriend while he's waiting for his flight in South Africa to Antarctica. So he just, like, randomly happens amongst this girl. She's not a CIA sex kitten putting him through MK. Just kidding, but not at all. So he meets this new girlfriend on the way to Antarctica. <laughs> I don't even want to go into it, but I'm just telling you guys he's about to get dosed up. His videos, they're going to hit a new creative level. It's not a bad thing. We know the uh, the philosophical trolley problem here, Nick's nonfiction. Instead of crashing two trains together, MK Ultra Beast, he's going to put participants through the real-life trolley test. If you pull this lever and kill your family, I will give you a million dollars. MK Ultra Beast. <laughs> Instead of curing the blind, he hits people in the eye with bear spray. Bro, this is a fucking bit. On the real. This is probably the most crazy part of the story. Listen to what I'm about to say. Mr. Beast was invited to go in that submarine to the Titanic. He was going to be the seventh member. I'm telling you, they're trying to kill this fucking kid. It's lame, but he's the biggest star of our generation or whatever you want to call it. They either got to kill him or Britney Spears his mind at this point. He's my age. <laughs> they got to act fast on this guy. They invited him into the fucking sub. Bro, you either come in the submersible with us <laughs> or you're going to get dosed by your new girl. <laughs> I'm happy we went there this episode. Good, good, good. 
MKUltra. It's going to slap. <laughs> Moving on. What's the worst combination of illnesses? Alzheimer and diarrhea. You're running, but you can't remember from where. Good, good, good. Anything else on the uh, entertainment tab? George Clooney says entertainment industry is at an inflection point. As actors like Jason Sudeikis join picket lines, I don't give a fuck. Gwyneth Paltrow poses with lookalike daughter Apple Martin in Goop event. What the fuck? Gwyneth Paltrow, she is one of the main Harvey Weinstein creations. She touched his mangina for a part in a movie. So that's about that for entertainment. Entertainment. What else happened? Uh, there was that Miranda Sings. I don't really care about that. Now we need to get into politics, you see. This is a very serious space. There's been cocaine found in the White House. <coughs> hmm, I wonder who in the Biden family that could be. So, FBI can't crack the case on the cocaine in the White House, the most heavily guarded house on Earth. Simultaneously, the FBI... They're tracking down farmers who were at 1-6. Still. Can't find where the coke was in the White House. So you can't really get mad at this shit. You could, like, try to say it's there to make you angry, too. But I, I just say don't give a fuck. We laugh at it once a month and move on. I'll do the nightly niggles if you want. So, yeah, I'm going on the road for a month. And then I'll have a more uh, permanent place and I might actually do video podcasts there's a nugget if you stuck in there what else CNN what's on the politics side Trump talks strategy with top allies floodwaters reach iconic Taj Mahal heights Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shoy, 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 shoy. I'm just so grateful. Castaway. Oh, this guy survived on a raft for like two months. He ate raw fish. He looks like Bob Weir. That's what I thought I was looking at. Yeah, I saw the dead again this summer. Kind of sucked. And at the same time, it was amazing. They closed on... Take a load off, Annie. People were going wild. But it fucking blew. They did bring out Dave Matthews at the beginning. Saying the first hour is good. They got John Mayer slaying too. But then the second hour, they're just mailing it in until the end and the encore. It's like this progressive mushroom trip music. Enough, bro. This is the biggest show of the year. I just re kept to remember saying to myself, they keep taking the audience for granted because I was looking around and people were not feeling this shit. They did that for half an hour. They had a drone show, Grateful Dead, and that shit was creepy. <laughs> like it was right around 4th of July. So instead of fireworks, 
We have to have drones this year. The Grateful Dead drone show was a hundred times better. And how much did that suck? No Fourth of July fireworks. I need the unexpected explosion of gunpowder, the smell in the air. Fuck that controlled drone movement through the sky. Anywho, CNN, politics, politico, titicaca, uh, uh, 12 most historically accurate movies ever made. Uh, Number one, Goodfellas. Funny how. Number two, Stalingrad. I haven't seen all these. Anything else? Uh, I was at Yellowstone recently, which I'll be sharing with you guys. We're wrapping up here. Bison Gore's woman at Yellowstone National Park. The 47-year-old woman from Phoenix suffered significant injuries to her chest and abdomen as she was walking away from an animal, and it charged. I read this story. This was like three days after I was there. She was coming out of her cabin in the morning. She didn't even, like, get up close to it, and I provoked to some of those animals. You gotta be pretty fucking spatially retarded to let that bison charge up on you. <laughs> Come on now. And then she turned around and let it gore her in the chest. Bleh. You deserved it. Well, we've done it again, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what comedian will be next year, but I hope you'll be there to join us. I hope you'll be there for my journey as well. As I said, we're going back to the East Coast. Big changes this year. I love you guys, the Knickers. I will see you in seven short days. Peace!